0: I'm reading from Amplified version, and they journeyed from Mount Hall by the way to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom and the people became impatient, depressed, much discouraged because of the trials of the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? for there is no bread, neither there is any water, and we load this light contemptible on substantial manner. Then the Lord sent fiery burning serpents amongst the people and they beat the people and many Israelites died. And the people came to Moses and said, we have sinned for we have spoken against the Lord and against you pray to the lord that he may take away the serpents from us so moses prayed for the people and the lord said to moses make a fiery serpent of bronze and set it on a pole and everyone who listen, who is beating when he looks at it shall leave and Moses made a serpent of, that's verse 9 now. And I want us to pay a little attention more here. And Moses made a serpent of bronze and put it on the pole. And if a serpent had beaten any man, when he looked at the serpent of bronze attentively, expectantly, with a steady and absorbing gaze, he lived. I would like to read also Hebrews 12, verse one to three. Do you see what this means? I'm reading from message translation. All these pioneers who blazed the way, all these veterans sharing us on, it means we we better get on this ship, get on with it, strip down, and start running, never quit. No extra spiritual facts. No parasitic sin. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Who both began and finished this race we are in. Study how he did it. Because he never lost sight of where he was headed. He never lost sight of where he was headed. That's exhilarating finished in and with God. He could put up with anything along the way, cross, shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor, right alongside God. When you find yourself flagging in your faith, go over that story again. When item by item, the long litany of the hostility he plowed through, that will shoot your adrenaline into that will shoot adrenaline into your soul. Hallelujah. I read James 1, verse 25. But whosoever catches a glimpse of revealed counsel of God. Message translation again. The free life, even out of the corner of his eyes, and stick with it, is no distracted, scatter brain, but a man or woman of action, that person will find delight and affirmation in the action. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wanna share with us briefly this morning on a subject, two words that I called, it, stay focused. Hallelujah. You can call it stay focused or maintain your focus. Hallelujah. You know, the, the first scripture that I read is a little story about the children of Israel uh, in the book of Numbers. At some point, they started complaining about their experience. They started complaining about the challenges And Bible said they were depressed and much discouraged because of the trials, And because of that, they spoke against God. And uh, Moses' serpents came and they were killed and all that. And Moses prayed and God gave him a way out. Now, two interesting words that I saw there. In that verse, nine, it said, For everyone that are attentively, expensively, with a steady and absorbing gaze, that means those who are focused on Him, that are focused on the bronze serpent, we leave. This morning, I want to tell us that I want to encourage us and just, you know, reawakening this discussion in our hearts i know we've heard messages along this line but i've also learned sometimes when we we need to repeat certain discussions to help us have a better grasp of that uh, you know idea and subject in our hearts hallelujah as said was us this morning, what we focus on, we play a vital role in the outcome of every situation in our lives. As a matter of fact, when fear, anxiety, depression, complaining are indications that there's a broken focus on what God told us. Or I can put it this way, that when you catch yourself in any of those situations that I just mentioned, it's an indication that you're focusing on the wrong thing. Hallelujah. When I'm complaining, when I'm grumbling, when I'm unhappy, when I'm depressed about any issue, it is an indication that I'm more focused on the issue than what God said to me. There's something focus does to us. Oh, the power of focus is so is so intense that could make a man forget about a physical pain. I read many years ago about um, it's an author that some of us probably are aware of. And in his, one of his books, I mean, this is not a Christian. I don't think he's a Christian. In one of his books, he was talking about thinking and all that, and he was sharing talking about how these um, uh, these monks and the rest that they train people. You know, they've trained athletes, they've trained all manner of people, and one of the things they've done they've achieved over the years, is they will set calls, hot calls, and they will train people to focus on something else while they walk across a hot coal, And they won't feel anything. How does that happen? That should tell you the power of focus. That you can be so focused on something else that then to the point that even physical pain that you're naturally supposed to feel, you don't feel it. So what I mean is that when we are complaining, when we are, all the scriptures I just read now pointed out to something. In Hebrews, the Bible said we should learn from Jesus. That regardless of what happened around him, It was focused to where it was headed, focused on his goals. Hallelujah. James said that even when we get that revelation, just a glimpse of it about the free life that we have in Christ, just out of the corner of your eyes, just a little glimpse. Just a little glimpse of the truth, and you are not distracted, you stick with it, it will produce results. In other words, focus will determine our experience. Hallelujah! Every struggle with faith. It's not so much on any issue. Maybe it's health issue, finance, any issue about this in this world. When you catch yourself struggling with faith, it's not so much about that issue that you are going through. It's about the loss of focus on what is said about that issue, what God said about that issue, because the Goal of the devil, the only mission of the devil is to switch at your attention, your focus on the wrong thing. Hallelujah. I like the way someone said it. He said the word, the strategy of the devil is to get us to focus on the wrong thing. Through fear, I, I, I will see this demonstrated through fear, through anxiety, through depression, uh, happiness and the, all that and we focus on an inferior thing. Hallelujah. What has God said to us? What are you seeing physically? It doesn't need to be aligned. What is superior to what God said? And our goal every day is to maintain focus on what is said to us, regardless of our experience. Hallelujah. God have told you, or you have found in his word that he will supply all your needs. Hallelujah. You found out. That if your attention is on the fact that you don't have enough right now, your ability to exercise faith in the fact that you have supplied all your needs will become a problem. Hallelujah. We become a challenge, we become a struggle. We must maintain focus. I said it a while back that we received God's word concerning 2022 That is our year of overflow. Whatever that means to you as an individual, whatever area you are expecting overflow as an individual, God said it's our year of overflow. But I said to us that you'll find out that every time God speaks to us concerning a year that way, concerning a period or a season, you will find out that it's usually a preparation to tell us what to focus on. Because there will be events around us that will speak contrarily. (laughs) that will be events around us that will speak contrarily. But what God is saying to us, what those moments tells us is that regardless of what is happening in our environment, regardless of what people are saying, focus on what I told you because that will be the experience. The reason why sometimes God gives words And people's experience just simply seems to be different all through that season is because their attention, the focus was on what is happening in the environment and we totally sometimes just forgot about what God said. Look at the children of Israel. God told them, I'm taking to the land filled with meat and honey. They just experienced manna. Hallelujah. We want bread. Bread came from heaven. <laughs> Food prepared by angels came from heaven. Hallelujah. They take it fresh every day. They want meat is supplied. And here they are suddenly they seem to be complaining about everything and if at some points, they were even talking about oh the, the life, the good life they lived in Egypt. How true? The same people that cried unto God to be delivered from Egypt. The same people. But you see, when you focus on the wrong thing, that thing will become so big that it blots out The true realities. Egypt suddenly became a land of freedom to them where they have everything. Devil said they have great burial ground where they will bury them. That single loss of focus kept them in the wilderness from forty days to 40 years, I dare say to you, lack of focus prolongs sometimes the miracles that we expect. Hallelujah. It prolongs it. I remember sharing a story that I a while about with some people and it's a story that struck me many years ago. By a great man of God in, in the US. And he went to the doctor and he was diagnosed of prostate cancer. And he told the doctor that he will be back after three days. And after three days, he said he shut down everything. No news, no, no, no secular station, nothing coming through, locked himself up. Three days. Stayed on the world and listened to message. <laughs> listen to messages. Both the ones he preached and the one from Brocco He said just listen. all through, speaking to himself. After three days, he went back to the same hospital, and they could not trace it. What is the difference? Now you know somebody else could wait on that same miracle for a year. Somebody could stay there for six months. From the years could stay there for three years. They're all going to get the miracle. But what is the difference? Why was a man be able to achieve it in three days? We know, yes, it's God's factor. But keep in mind, God's factor is available to everybody. Equally. We must accept that. Is it God's will? Yes, it's God's will for every man to be, to be healed. He didn't put the time to it. That's my personal opinion. So what was the difference? Focus. What is dominant in his mind? Where is attention? Like I said, he shut down TV. He said he doesn't even, why did he shut down TV? He said he doesn't want to know how many people that have, he doesn't want the news to tell tell him how many people have died of prostate cancer or how many people are going to prostate That's That's the last news he needs. Hallelujah. My own personal experience, at some point, when I finished school and I was trying to get a job, and I share this with a lot of my friends that are trying to get a job, that I shut down news. I don't, I don't listen to any national news. I don't. When I pick up papers, I only want to look for vacancies. I'm not reading any story about Nigeria economy because I don't want to hear the statistics of unemployment. That is what I, That's not what I want to read. We must be that deliberate and focused. Hallelujah. I, I just want to share with us some of the key things I believe we help keep us focused. Hallelujah. First one, I will say, watch your mouth. Joshua 1 age, we all know the story. We all know that scripture when Bible, God said to him that he will meditate only. He should meditate day and night. Then... will be able to do then it will have good success hallelujah meditation we know is not just thinking it's also speaking muttering words to yourself hallelujah then also you need to be careful you know what you say what you say will determine any if i for the buddhists they they whisper words because they know that what you repeatedly say will stay in your mind what you repeatedly say will influence your focus when things are going on around you. What do you say? What do you say? The children of this of Israel complained, they spoke words. Death came. They complained, and death came into the camp. Hallelujah. That is very important, first one. I will also say also, you know, you know when, when we complain, the opposite thing of all, what we could do is to praise God. Sometimes we just need to praise. Hallelujah. The Bible said that God inhabits the praises of his people. That, that's Psalm 22. Then what? Something then inhabits our complaints. That's why, yeah, there will be moments that you catch yourself, but you must remember how to withdraw back quickly to give praise to God, to thank Him, to focus on the things He has done and the things He has said. Hallelujah. The Bible said Jesus maintained focus about where He was going and that we should follow the same thing. Hallelujah. Maintain focus. He said he inhabits the praises of his people. If God inhabits our praises, it comes in the fullness of his power to produce results. But guess what? I'm sure also that in the same way, the devil finds space to operate. We create room for the devil where we stay in the place of complaints, anxiety, or depression. Hallelujah. And that's the goal of the devil. Always want to keep us there. Amen. Now, second point. There are several things that we could discuss on this, but I just speak to this morning. Keep the right company. Sometimes I, I, I find myself go through things, and there are a few friends in church that I know. I found myself thinking about, and I, I will bounce it off someone. I will talk to someone that I know has the same kind of mind that will encourage me, that will re-echo things in my mind, that, hey, we have faith, we have assurance. Sometimes, just trying to run through life all by yourself or talking to the wrong set of people, you see, talking to a fellow believer helps you. Oh, it helps you. It helps you. But a lot of times, people want to live in secrecy about what they are going through. (laughs) because they don't want to appear to be weak. No, it's not a sign of weakness. When you get to talk to someone else who encourages you in the Lord. Hallelujah. The disciples, you know, came under much persecution and trials. But yeah, the church grew and prospered. The Bible said that at some point there was no one needy. Why? How? They learn to stay together. They learn to stay in their own company. In fact, the Bible said they met daily. (laughs) Sometimes we need to practically create opportunity to spend more time together. That's why we must not neglect our body meetings. That's why some of us need to attend body meetings like never before. Hallelujah. You need to spend time with the right company, talking to the right people. Hallelujah. The devil, only, the, the strategy of the devil was to put the church in such a way that everybody scattered scattered on their own. But I thank God, the, the Old Testament, no, no, the, the early church members, they understood this. They go from house to door, house to house, breaking bread keep reminding themselves, what was the breaking of bread does? The, Jesus said that when you do this, you do it in remembrance of me. That means a remembrance of what he did, what he has accomplished. Wow, what a way to keep their focus on him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They went around doing that, reminding themselves Of what Jesus said, reminding himself of the finished work of grace, reminding himself of everything that's accomplished on their behalf. And the Bible said the church grew and they prospered. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to encourage us this morning to stay focused on His word. Oh, there will be news. There will be news flying. How be news flying, economy, all manners of news will fly. Keep your mind on Jesus. Keep your mind on Jesus. Sometimes you may not even have scriptures to, to, to quote. Just keep your mind on Jesus and am thinking. Praising Him. Knowing fully well that He has sought out everything concerning us. Reminding yourself that Lord. I thank you because you have brought me into a season of overflow. Hallelujah. You have brought me into a season of overflow. Some of us are quickly tickled by things are, that are happening around. There's no fuel, and that's all you complain about all through the day. How does that help your faith? How does that help your faith? Someone told me recently that, oh, the minister said this, that's right. I didn't even know the minister said anything because I didn't even listen to the news. Keep your faith in the right place. Keep your focus in the right place. Hallelujah. Keep it in the right place. Don't lose focus on this word. Some of us may need to write things, you know, and stick it somewhere. But do everything possible. To keep your focus, Moses said the story of Moses and the children of Israel. Here, he said, "For everyone who looked to the serpent of bronze attentively, expectantly, with a steady and absorbing gaze, he lived." Hallelujah. That means that for all every other person that looks that looks at the bronze, but just quickly look at the ground, will probably die. Let's keep our focus on the right place. Fight to keep it. Fight to protect what we are looking at. It's not the numbers that the government is giving. It's not the story the global system is giving. It's what God has said to us as an individual and as a church. This is our season of overflow. Keep your mind there. Take it there and keep it there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you.